Good morning and welcome to the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Spencer. Fine. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Are you dry? Uh, let me check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm dry. <laughs> what a crazy spring. Oh, this is like April yeah. weather. Yeah, it's it's just been crazy, you know wreaking havoc and all your spring sports and oh yeah like that going right. on but it's it is what it is right yeah there's not much you can do about no. it so what what happens with the uh uh outdoor sports at bangor well, do they just I, postpone is that what they do yeah or? you're trying to reschedule now it gets to the point where you got to really look at things do you have to take non-conference stuff off your schedules and because you got to get your conference and league things in for league standings and league championships I think not just Bangor. I think every athletic director in Southwest Michigan's got a headache. Oh, you're right. You're right. You know, um, just baseball, softball, track, soccer, girls soccer. soccer. You know, you've got your youth programs have started their summer programs. AYSO soccer. You've got you know, your your summer ball, baseball, softball, those kind of things happening. Um, but I went back and really looked. You know, we had a wet fall, mm-hmm. and then crazy winter and now just a torrentially wet spring i think we've had moisture for almost seven and a half months plus i think you're right you know remember a few years ago you drive around and how low the lakes were and everything oh yeah yeah not anymore no oh no not at (laughs) all playing havoc at comerica park as well yeah yeah (laughs) Oh, and that's a that's a real pain for them. Anyway, let's get on to the more important stuff about Bangor. And uh, you were telling me just uh, a minute or two before we went on the air about a workshop you had. Yeah, we've been, um, since February, working with the school board and the community, stakeholders, parents, students, staff, everyone involved, business owners, um, of developing. We've had a new vision and mission we worked on last year and core beliefs of the district. But we still haven't had a solid strategic plan, you know. Where are we looking to do? Where do we want Bangor to look like in the next three to five years? So there's been a lot of work. You know, on March 25th, we had workshops and sessions all day long for different people. We started with students. We had administrators. Then we had teachers, parapros, custodial, all of our staff, transportation invited. And then we finished up with school board members. And then the evening we had community members invited to come in and talk about three or four basic areas of our district, where we are, what's good, what's bad, and what do we like Bangor to look like in the future. So that kind of wrapped into some surveys. And I'd like to thank, um, we had approximately 200 responses to an online survey we did with the same questions from all our stakeholders. And then on Saturday, April 27th, we had a retreat on strategic planning with um, a member of Michigan Association of School Boards who came in. I'd like to thank the 40-plus people that were involved that day. Again, they were from all different facets of the community, from parents, community members, students, all our different departments of staff, school board members, um, administrators, for an eight-hour workshop. Wow. You know, so thank you to everybody involved for, 
you know, giving up eight hours of your time on a weekend. And I understand, too, there was a lot of people that would have liked to attend that couldn't because of the time frames and prior commitments. And we understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, no, I just appreciate everybody's input and so forth. And coming out of that, um, we've come up with a few things that we're going to be working with the administrators and the board now and the information that came out from the uh, the meetings and the workshops. Some of the things, you know, that we looked at were things, we did a lot of data review, things like, you know, um, our demographics in our community, uh, the value of lifelong learning. You know, we looked at how many of our community members have a high school diploma, how many of our community members have an associate's or bachelor's degree or an advanced degree, things of that nature. Um, how much participation do we have at the younger ages with preschool and daycare needs? Um, you know, how do we look at decreasing chronic absenteeism, increasing graduation rates, reducing students leaving the school for school of choice? Um, some of those types of things. We looked at enrollment. Um, what do we want to see as far as higher expectations from our staff, administration, students, parents? Um, enrollment declined. Everybody's always concerned about students that are leaving your district, you know, because of funding and everything. But took the data in Bangor over the last 10 years, um, our population has reduced in the schools by um, about 15.5%. But then that seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. And then when we compared that to the state average, the state average is 15.6%. Mm-hmm. So even though you feel more impact on your size school with funding and loss of revenue for those things, and you wonder why and where are kids going or what are happening, obviously looking at the big picture of the average for the state, we're right at the same norm that's happened in the state, and that obviously is telling you people are leaving Michigan for some reason. You know, and it could be, could be political, there could be jobs, there's a lot yeah. of different reasons, you know, obviously. But that's something that has to be addressed, not just at a local issue, but a, a statewide issue. Um, some other things that we talked about, increase and improve our marketing, uh, and letting people know what really great things are happening in our district. Improve, follow through with staff, administration, and parents. Increase options and resources for courses for our students, you know. Give them a broader range of things to be able to be um, working on. Mm-hmm. And always communication is a high one. That You know, always you can always improve your communication. Um, so those are some of the things we started addressing. Other things were under the personnel side. Um, more recognition to staff. Improve morale, which we've been working on in culture. Um Class size numbers, professional development, you know, balance that is meaningful. Um, having people to know that their voice can be heard, you know, um, those were things that were mentioned, um, including increasing extracurricular activities such as clubs and, and so forth, parent involvement and parent engagement and community engagement. Um, that whole saying that it takes a village to raise a child. How do we improve those types of things? Um, again, multiple learning opportunities, um, things of that nature. And then, then it came down to, you know, four or five core areas that we did in the workshop that um, recognized some objectives and goals that we're going to help under these objectives start um, defining some measurable goals. So you'll see there, you know, um, the different areas like uh, – 
academic programs. One of the things is create diverse learning environments to meet the needs and interests of all students. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know what that goes to, but you could see um, some of the ideas they talked about is multiple learning environments, um, project-based learning, flexible learning, AP courses, more trade skills being offered. Um, Maker spaces is a big one, and I don't know if people are really understanding what those are. There's, those are those could be rooms in your library. They can be in your classrooms. They're designed a lot for your elementary to middle school age kids, for inquisitiveness. You know, they could be anything from Legos to Lincoln Logs to popsicles, buttons, just materials where you, you allow kids to have a little free time to be creative. You ever see students, you know, younger kids especially, they can take blocks and stuff and build things. Oh, yeah. Um, so makerspaces, let, letting kids show their creativity more. Um, again, more clubs. Try to get some before and after school programs going, in which we right now have uh, applied for a grant, which hopefully we'll be able to do that. Um, we look at, we're always working, and we're continually wanting to improve students' educational piece. You know, they're... Uh, you hear about test scores and assessments, but they're overall learning. But then we also have to look at, you know, our gifted and talented students, too, so they don't feel dormant. You know, we have to be able to offer and move them along at their pace, not necessarily at the pace of their classmates. Career exploration was a big one. Let's have some career fairs and offer things with, not everybody's going to college, but what's really out there that you're prepared for? So, you know, that was an idea under our academic progress, some ideas we kicked around. All righty, let's take our first break. You're listening to Bangor Viking Press Radio on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, Division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with a segment two of the Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, who is the superintendent of uh, Bangor Public Schools, and we've been talking about some workshops that they've been and things to look at. I noticed one of the things that... Uh, you were interested in or on the list here was life skills what is it what what does that involve well that involves you know you go back to the time when we were probably in school um more touching more on things such as home economics um budgeting um could be things as far as credit and how to use credit or Mm -hmm. not use credit um banking simple interest loans even some places are doing things as uh, simple as um, basic auto repair, how to change a flat tire, mm-hmm. how to oh, yeah. uh, change your oil if you need to. And I know some of those things are covered now in like a financial literacy class that a lot of people take in high school, you know, or a business math and so forth. But just more of the everyday concepts of what you deal with during life, how to, how to handle things, how to cope, how to... Be successful in maybe some basic house repairs or oh, yeah. finding an apartment, comparing you know comparing cost to uh, um, your budget and so forth. Just your everyday skills. You need to be a well-rounded, functioning individual. So, how to write a check? 
Possibly. Or, uh, not many or people online. use those anymore. No, but at you're least right. Have, you know, they, but they got to understand, <laughs> just because I don't write a check, I might have a debit card mm-hmm. tied into a checking account. Mm-hmm. So you still got to be able to how to balance, not um, just because it, it goes in the machine means money comes out. You know. So online skills have a part yeah, of that too. Sure, sure. Okay. You know, everyday everyday necessities. You know, we've lost those touch years ago when you know you see a lot of the home ec and those kind of things. Shop classes go out. So yeah, I mean, uh, you talk about home ec. That was. Uh, Back when I went to school, that was strictly for girls. Yeah. And now, fellas got to learn how to how to cook and do those things too. Yeah. Because the uh, wife isn't staying at home anymore; she's out working. And even if they were, you know, I mean, I do a lot of my own. I iron my dress shirts. Do you stuff. really? Of course. You know, my wife's busy with other things too. You know, I so. But you know, people don't think they're of even ironing or proper way of doing laundry separating colors i right. mean those are life skills you're right you're right yeah. you didn't think of, those things were not discussed when i went to school about doing laundry or anything no. like that you're, or running the vacuum or dusting you know, or anything you might have had a one working parent and a mother stayed home and mm-hmm. you know and your mom took care of everything like that for you your, your laundry and stuff but we have we have single parent families we have um dual working families people's time are so valuable now and students children they need how to do these things just because it's a skill they're going to have when they move out go to college or get their own place but also a respect thing that knowing that everybody's parents are much busier than they used not that they weren't before right and i don't mean it in any bad way that but but there is so much you know wouldn't it be nice for two working parents to know their children would have a meal maybe one night a week for them when they got home that they know how to oh, prepare yeah. or it's easy some some students and some people even using a lawnmower or a weed whacker there you there, go those you're are right. skills you're right there's a lot of there's so many skills that we just pass up that we just take for granted that people know how to do so uh, if i understand this are, are you talking about when they when a student gets done with school, they're taking these these classes we're just discussing about. They're ready when they graduate to go out on their own. Is that is that the goal? We need to make yeah. We need to make students that they are more prepared for life after high school. Whether it's going to college, you talk about career and college readiness, but you also got to be prepared for life. What about how to dress, how to shake a hand for an interview, how to prepare a resume, Mm -hmm. how to look somebody in the eye when you address them, how to address them. Don't say, hey, Rivers, it's Mr. Rivers, Mm -hmm. you know, or or, hey, Johnson, you know, it's Mr. Johnson or it's Mrs. You know, Doolittle or who, you know, just the simpleness of courtesy, respect, those types of things that really play a huge difference in job interviews, even if they're summer jobs while you're trying to work your way through college or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, those skills, we got to make sure the students are prepared. That's very important, very important. Uh, what else do we have here? You know, we, we, another area we, we talked about and we addressed was culture and our learning environment. And kind of one of the goals that came out of it that we're going to be looking at is improve the culture by increasing positive and timely communication between all stakeholders. Some of the areas they talked about that fall under this encourage positive communication about our school between building staff, students, and the community. 
improve our school pride, you know. Um, and I think that's everywhere. You know, the schools used to be the hub of your community. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to get that pride back into the, the community that, you know, um, proud to be a Viking and so forth. Improve school pride, we just talked about. Consistent discipline across the district. Improve student-teacher relationships, you know. You're still one of the people that spend the most time, a lot of times, as a teacher with a student. You're spending, you know, um, half a year or more with them for X amount of hours a day. You know, build those relationships. Communication. We have a high migrant bilingual. We need to have communication always going out, possibly in English and Spanish. Um Use surveys more for everything. End of the class for students. You know, how was this class for parents? You know, how, what do you think? You know, you get feedback constantly as much as you can from your stakeholders. We talked about personnel and leadership, and one of the goals was possibly cultivate school pride. Again, accomplish this through trust, personal responsibility, and accountability. Maybe get more school clothing out there and have a school store. Trust, building trust between everybody is a big issue. Consistent, constant communication to all personnel and stakeholders. Recognize our staff for jobs well done. Keep working to build a positive culture in everything we do throughout our school district. I worked with communication and community engagement. Um, Utilize resources to implement extracurricular activities for all stakeholders and partnerships. That comes back to more clubs, more organizations available for the students. Get community engagement, you know, to turn one of our buildings and have more community-centered focus to it. Um, more voice from our students. Get somebody on the student council or student representative to be part of your school board, not to just give a student report, but actually represent the student body as part of their school board. Um, reach beyond Bangor for partnerships, we, you know, industry, businesses, and things that may do job shadowing and internships for our students. Um, understand our, the diversity of our district and make sure we um, approach it in a positive manner. Increase always parent, teacher, and district communication involvement there. Then the last thing we looked at real quick we talked about was district operations. And a goal was brought up to create and communicate policies and procedures to all stakeholders. Um, initiate policies and procedures for the district and buildings. Make sure everybody understands our NEOLA policies and what they do, how every policy and procedure there's available. Have scheduled uh, facility maintenance cycle that we're, you know, making sure we're doing routine maintenance on a scheduled basis. Um, a lot of the community was input was like with our band and choir and drama is how do we look in the future to get a nice performing arts center? in the district that could be used by the whole community, not just the school. Get more support, for, you know, and find ways that we can use, utilize our intermediate school district more. Um, look at things for facility and technology updates. You know, how do we do that, which will be the simplest and best use of our general funds for those types of things. Always you look at our efficiency of our instructional technology and make sure we're staying up to date on school and building and classroom security, which we have been working on through some grants this year. Access readers are going into the districts, new um, security cameras in all buildings by the end of the summer, which mm. all was grant funded. So and I think that's one of the things too. Let's be as um, aggressive as we can to find additional dollars through grants and foundations and so forth. 
All right, time to take our second break. You're listening to the Bangor Viking Press Radio Show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Bangor Viking Press Radio Show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Bangor Banking Center, a division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Bangor Public Schools, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Burvis, along with Lynn Johnson, who is the superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. And Lynn, you said you wanted to look at the calendar, see what's yeah, coming up. Kind of let you know some things that have happened in each of the buildings and what's coming up. We'll start with South Walnut Elementary. Um, they had the third graders had an exciting visitor on Thursday, April 25th. All third grade students had the opportunity to spend time with WWMT's Channel 3 Chief Meteorologist, Keith Thompson. Oh, yeah. He came into the school with a uh, former um, Bangor student alumni, Dwight Click. Dwight is attending college and majoring in meteorology. So it was nice that um, Keith Thompson came in and visited with all the third graders and kind of discussed what a meteorologist does and the weather. Um, South Walnut also has some important dates coming up. May 14th is the PTO meeting at 4.30. May 21st, all fourth grade students will be visiting the middle school for the transition to fifth grade next year. May 24th is the spring picnic and field day. And then Monday, May 27th, there is no school for Memorial Day. Mm. Going over to the middle school, um, Bangor Middle School has a few things happening here. Um, On May 21st, The 5th through 8th grade band will have their spring band concert at 7 p.m. in the high school gym. And again, on Monday, May 27th, um, no school because of Memorial Day. At the high school, a few things coming up. Um, I don't have the results or know how they did, but yesterday on the 10th of May, our show choir traveled to Festival, Illinois to perform. So I'll keep you posted on how that went. But Festival, Illinois. Yeah. Where is that? Um, it's southern Chicago, just south of Chicago, from what I understand. I didn't have all the information, but I know um, they've been practicing for months to go to it. Nice name for a town. Um, yeah. May 14th, we have the Senior Honors Banquet with honor students and dinner at 6 p.m. and then awards at 7 p.m. in the high school gym. May 16th, the high school band has their spring concert at 7 p.m. in the high school gymnasium. And while we're talking about that, I'd like to also congratulate Mrs. Doe and the middle school band and the high school band who recently performed late April over at Pawpaw at State um, MSBO Band Festival. And our middle school band and our high school band both received a Division I rating. Oh, So congratulations for getting a top rating for our middle school and high school students at the uh, band festival. May 24th to May 26th, tickets will be on sale for Peter and the Star Catcher by the, put on by the high school drama department. And those shows, I believe, begin at 7 p.m. each night at the high school auditorium. May 31st, we have graduation at 7 p.m. in the high school gymnasium. And so that's kind of what's happening in the quick snapshot of the high school. Where does time go? I know. It seems like... <laughs> You know, it's flown by quick. And then at the Community Education Center, April 23rd, Mrs. Abdul and Mr. Alaman accompanied eligible students to the Arizona Kalamazoo um, for an incentive day. 16 of the students have um, qualified for that incentive trip. 
The next incentive trip will take place on May 29th and will be to the Allegheny Event Center. Um, graduation for the Career Academy students will take place on Thursday, May 30th at 7 p.m. Please note that there is a location change for this year. Graduation will be in the high school auditorium. We used to do it in the uh, community ed buildings gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Um, it's moved. We've moved it to the high school auditorium. Hopefully, a little bit more comfortable environment and oh, everything. Oh, I see. Um, and also, we've had in from March 21st to April 19th, we've had 11 students um, complete at least uh, one of their GED subject test areas or have been passed in that month period. So congratulations to all those that are working hard at the community yet. And hopefully uh, better weather so you can get back on track with the outdoor activities. Well, you know, again, it's, I guess I have a different outlook this year. As a baseball coach last previous numerous years, mm-hmm. I hated these, you know. Now I'm not coaching it's not quite as stressful, but I gotta oh. believe for a coach it is. It, it, oh yeah, it's just a coach and the athletic director. This weather is just treacherous to everybody. You, you you plan, and then you know you get to a baseball, especially when you think of that, and you only have so many pitchers, and they can only pitch so many mm-hmm. pitches a game, and they have to have rest. So you usually spread your schedule out so you can utilize your staff that you have. And then you throw in games in between that schedule for makeups and everything. Oh, yeah. It's just very tough planning for everybody, but... What are you going to do? Exactly. What are you (laughs) going to do? All right. That wraps up this edition of the uh, Bangor Viking Press radio show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. I'd like to thank our sponsors, the Bangor Banking Center, Division of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company, Landers Hardware, and Rocky Johnson Insurance. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson. Have a great weekend.